0: time for time force well not really but like we're gonna talk about power rangers sins of the future the newest graphic novel from boom studios one off here uh i am rhino i'm ken and we are the podcast rangers
1: disappointed
0: hello everybody and welcome to the show again i am rhino as always joined by ken hello and like i said in the intro here we are talking all about power rangers sins of the future it was released this november um it is a one-off i I called it a graphic novel in the beginning is that a correct is that what yeah it's
1: a standalone graphic novel that's fine
0: okay i sometimes you know like when it's a comic collected i never i call those graphic novels well, it's like trade paperback
1: might be a like collected series of issues or a graphic novel of a certain story but a standalone graphic novel is what it would be like mouse yeah. or or what have
0: you so for those of you who are unfamiliar with this this was put up by boom studios like i said this takes place after the show a couple years after the show um and i'm just going to read the synopsis that's on the back of the book
1: right now Um, I'm going to look at the synopsis on comiXology where I purchased it, and I'm going to see if it matches up.
0: Okay. All right. So mine says, a love that crosses all of time and space. After defeating the villainous Rancic, along with their allies in the time-traveling time for... I'm sorry. (laughs) After defeating the villainous (laughs) Rancic, along with their allies in the time-traveling time force... Pink Ranger Jen Scotts and Red Ranger Wes Collins are giving their relationship a real try. Without sacrificing their commitments to the Silver Guardians and Time Force, can the two actually make the ultimate long-distance relationship work? But when Jen returns from the future, she and Wes are attacked by a mysterious stranger who has dire news. The timelines have been altered with deadly consequences, and Jen is to blame. The shocking identity of their accusers sets them on a collision path with an enemy they never expected. Can Jen and Wes survive the threats to their past, present, and futures, or will it be the end of everything as they know it? How did that hold up to yours? Different. I uh, I was uh, just going to uh, say, I feel like this description is a little bit misleading.
1: So, do you want me to read mine? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <clears throat> An all new graphic novel set after the events of the hit Power Rangers Time Force television series that features two of the most popular rangers of all time. From Trey Moore, my name from Power Rangers, Matthew Ehrman, Bonding, and Giuseppe Cafaro, Savan's Power Rangers Soul of the Dragon. Fan favorite Pink Time Force Ranger Jen Scotts and red Time Force Ranger Wes Collins have a star crossed romance divided by time as Jen comes to the future and Wes from the present comes from the future to the present, sorry. Uh but just as it looks as though they found their happy ending, they receive a dire warning. Their romance could disrupt the timeline and change the destiny of humanity as they struggle with a terrible choice, their relationship or the fate of the world. The shocking identity of their accuser sets them on a collision path with an enemy they never expected. Can Wes and Jen survive the threats of their past, present, and future, or will the love end in time? Will end all time as they know it. Which, like, part of that is similar, but also it's different enough, and I don't think either are accurate. No, let's um. how about this? Let's run
0: through. So this this is definitely going to be a spoiler episode because we got to We got to talk about it all because there's kind of chunks of it that. Well, before we get into the nitty gritty, let's just give our overall thoughts on it right away. So, Ken, what did you think?
1: I was severely disappointed as someone who likes time force. I don't love time force as much as some people on this I podcast yeah. who might remain nameless. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like time force. Um, I was, I was disappointed. I... I was not expecting to be as disappointed as I was. Cause I've read the other standalone graphic novels and some of them where I was just like, eh, this one, I was, I was pretty so
0: see soul of the dragon i read it and i was like this is probably the best story that i've seen like would would maybe would never happen but would have been a really cool like short mm-hmm. film or something like that you know a one-hour special one. if they could have filmed it i thought that one was yeah. great and potentially um, re-
1: one of those animated things we're getting from you yeah know, that would be coming down the path. that would be really cool yeah
0: but uh well that and that that Begs a question here because that that is one of those things you know Ken is referring to the fact that Hasbro now has um in development a children's power Ranger show and adults and not adults a non kid power ranger show it's and the, Rangers show. the animated yeah the, it's just they only wear helmets and nothing else the <laughs> um the uh then they have an animated stuff in the work as as well as like some other stuff so um <clears throat> I, this, when I was reading this to say, I, 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 you know, sometimes I'll say like, well, I'm not unhappy it exists. I don't know that this gives me really much of anything, to be honest with you. Like, other than it being like, yeah, Jen and Wes are still dating. That's really all I got out of this. And, um, so Yeah, I guess I'm disappointed too because Time Force is my favorite season. I'm I'm not saying this was made by somebody who didn't like Time Force, but really it felt like somebody who had to cram kind of some of Time Force's greatest hits in here, but was also trying to make a completely original story, but using the very loose understanding of the Time Force series outline. Sure. it, It doesn't contradict anything, and like the characters all show up, but it also Uh, doesn't make sense. it
1: potentially contradicts some very stark character pieces, but okay. Well, well,
0: we're, we're going to get to one thing that I think is a huge contradiction, but that's something where I think is, I maybe don't understand, uh, the comic. So, uh, so from this point on, we're going to kind of go through spoilers. Okay. So if, if that was all you wanted to hear, then get out. Um, her and viewings,
1: we're not happy.
0: Yeah. Um so don't pay full price. And and I feel bad saying this, um but for me I I honestly like I I guess I'll just say I I thought when I was reading this that this could have been a great pitch deck for an animated series. Like this felt like somebody who was like here's my outline and my idea to continue time for us. But it like, you know, this is a rough sketch of it because there are some things in here that are so visual that I don't think they, I, I don't think they came across as well as they were intended to in the medium that they've chosen. Does that make sense? Like as it as reminded see- me of like spider verse, like into the spider verse, like the finale when he's like fighting and everything is all crazy. Like I feel like you need to see that in a movie and with motion. And there was there was a couple scenes that reminded me of that where I was like, I don't actually understand what's going on.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. As a sequential art piece, I think it's muddy. Yes. For nothing else, and to good. the point where it's it's not like outright upsetting. It's just like it's hard to follow, especially when you're dealing with stuff that deals with timelines. Like yes. Yeah. try explaining Conver- back to converging the to someone who has never seen it in present day and they're like well that doesn't make sense like it's it's that but also try to do it in a way where visuals are also confusing not to say that the visuals are bad because I think the illustration is fine but I think it's confusing there are, and no be- there are, there are like, scenes where it out. is
0: like I I stared at a, a a block for a little while and I was like I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from this like, am I supposed to be able to understand what I'm looking at? Like I, I actually, as you were saying that too, I was starting to think that maybe this was supposed to be like pink, like mighty Morphin' pink, where it was like a six part series that they like a spinoff that they turned into a, a because, one shot because like shrink yeah, it down. Cause there are distinctive moments in this where it goes from one page to another. And there's a big shift all of a sudden, like as if this was part like book two, book three, it didn't it didn't feel like this was the next frame right
1: so can I tell you something that I don't know if it clarifies anything aside from okay so the illustrator on this was Giuseppe Caffaro? or Safaro, I'm not sure well um, who doesn't
0: know that the time force morpher is not worn
1: the way they well show so it he Humber? did he did illustrate soul of the dragon as well as uh, I think the um psychopath mm-hmm. and i think he did the aftershock book i believe no he did not so i he did the three standalone boom studios uh things which i don't feel like i had an issue with psychopath's art and definitely didn't really have an issue with the um soul of the dragon so I, there's something distinct about this that might be like a writing to, like, scripting to visual disconnect that might this is, be...
0: This is, I mean, I guess the way to say it is, of all the ones that we've all of these graphic novels and the one-offs that we've seen so far, this is definitely the high, higher concept of them. It's it's definitely a higher concept. Yeah. um uh So, let's just dive right in. I want to go through this, like, piece by piece here. So, because... Um, because I feel like that's the only way to talk about it. I Before we get started, though, um, we need to say, because this does have some reference to Hyperforce, that I was like, am I supposed to know Hyperforce in order to understand this? So I am not 100% sure on that. But I do know that somebody online has shown that in um, the opening panels of Mighty Morphin in the Boom Comics Uh, issue 25 it shows the outpost that they go to in this and they are going to that outpost for the first time in this so this is a prequel to shattered grid
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um i think that's important so anyway so let's just dive right in all right so it, it you know it starts um and it's got this this page uh and you know jen's basically saying like you know, it's the introduction here. I am, this is me. And, and so, you know, it's the, it's the backwards narration. The narration is coming from later in the comic and she's just like, I'm in trouble. And then it cuts back to, uh, to, I'm assuming this is year 2006 and in silver Hills and, uh, Wes and Eric are fighting off, uh, cyclobots who are, you know, supposedly like the, the remains of the cyclobots who are just like, kind of just going, going on their programming and destroying stuff, even though they don't have a master anymore. And Jen shows up and helps defeat them and whatever. And she's mad because Wes is late, but it's weird because I'm like, was she in the present waiting for him somewhere? Or did she just show up and was like, I'm mad because I just showed up. Which she should
1: have known to come later. That's the case. Yeah.
0: And then also I just have so much anger against the fact that this time force Morpher is upside down on her wrist in this shot. I, I know it's such a stupid thing to be, like, upset about that I shouldn't be upset about. But it, it's one of those things where it's just like, it doesn't even make sense the way it's being worn. But whatever. It's fine. And it's not really like that in every panel, so I don't know if that was just a mistake. But anyway, she goes back in time. She's like, I only have an hour and a half. They go to get sushi. They have this really weird conversation um, about... Like the past and the present, I can see in this too. Wes is also wearing his morpher upside down, so maybe it is always upside down. But um,
1: maybe at this it, point, you've been wearing your morpher upside down. Don't you
0: dare! Um. So anyway, it's it's hard when you are literally creating a niche thing. Like this is niche on niche. Like this is for a niche fandom and a really niche part of the fandom. And you were like, we didn't really get the details right. I'm not trying to be a jerk about it, but... Um, anyway, so they talk about their relationship, their life, whatever. She's like, I gotta go. I, I gotta go back to the future. <laughs> um, and um, she gets back to the future. She talks to Circuit. She goes... She's kind of stressed out, whatever. And then um, she gets called uh, by Captain Logan, who we know from the show. Um, he's like, hey... Um I hope you enjoyed your time in Silver Hills blah 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 and she, he's like that's it you're not going back anymore and uh I want you to we want you to be the first to go through hyperforce training and um I know I read I pulled up the description of hyperforce the platform for anybody who doesn't know because it was an online sort of a gaming thing and I know really nothing about it um so uh, it is Power Rangers Hyperforce is set in the year 3016 at Time Force Academy. A team of Time Force Ranger cadets must band together to defeat an ancient evil who's set on unraveling the very fabric of the universe. Under the leadership of their mentor, Jen Scotts and the show's game master, Malika Lim, the newly minted Rangers will cross both time and space to complete their mission while running into familiar errors and faces along the way. So anyway, she says this, I she goes back. We
1: want to watch Hyperforce, but
0: it well, it does too. You know, I I feel like somebody needs to. Well, the the problem with hyperforce is like that's I like your it's older ranger coming
1: fun. back to lead everybody. The thing that you wanted, and we were just like, nah. Life.
0: Well, I don't. Not into tabletop gaming is the only thing, You're
1: and I think that's what
0: this was of kind of based game. around. Yeah, I know, but like it's three. I don't know. No. Um. So anyway, Jen's got to go back and break up with Wes. When she goes back in time, they're like, guess what? The clock tower's here. And they're like, randomly here? Like, it's just rebuilt? And he's like, yeah, it's cool, right? And I'm like, what? First of all, that should be a huge red flag. Um. So I was like, is Wes like an idiot or something? Yes. Um. So they they go to have this like little like dinner, and then all of a sudden, this uh, black time force ranger shows up and just basically wipes out the clock tower and attacks mm-hmm. them and uh like leaves them for dead basically. Um, I will
1: say, design of the suit looks pretty cool because it's not just straight up black. Because there's certain panels where it looks kind of yes, like, right? Like foil I thought that was or cool. like glittery or something. Yeah, and I was like, that would probably look pretty awesome. I like that. Yeah. I like If that they suit. make this
0: into a figure, I would definitely buy it. If they make it like an iridescent like <laughs> color, a hundred percent. Oh yeah.
1: Or like semi-transparent maybe. All
0: right. So I have to ask you about uh one of these frames here, okay? But I don't I don't have page numbers, right? So I don't book um,
1: in front of me, so go ahead.
0: Wow, good, cool. Well, it's very specific because there is one where a wrist is out and there's like a weapon that comes down on it, and I'm like, did she just destroy a morpher or what but i guess she didn't because wes wes has yet another broken helmet lots of broken helmets in this so
1: Mm -hmm. anyway she leaves them for dead this that exact thing is the reason why like i would assume like okay well it's clearly someone who does have an affinity for power rangers because one of the things that we've talked about in multiple episodes is like i really like that broken helmet
0: i mean i love broken helmets
1: see that's Um, quoting you
0: so the the uh the ranger leaves saying Jen Scott's been eliminated. So I think she leaves thinking she killed everybody. Jen's like Bye, peace, breaking up with you S. Goodbye, love you forever and never. Um she but she goes back to the future and then in the future she goes to show up at like uh I don't know what it was, one of the Ranger's apartments like Katie's apartment. Right, like right. Katie's home.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And they're just like morphed and like trying to kill her.
1: This is where I was like, okay, I have an issue with this, just in terms of characterization. But like, this is one of those things where it might be that there was stuff that was not fully put into the book. Like, are we supposed to assume that something that happened in the past has directly? Well, I think that's this.
0: Yeah, I think it's, that's the it's thing. Is that clear sh- enough? Well, that's she comes back, and it's like. I think the idea is to create this panic where you're like, Oh my God, what is going on? And then she breaks Lucas's helmet where you're like, okay, everybody's helmet is really shatterable all of a with their
1: bare hands. She isn't morphed when she does that.
0: No. And that's the part that kind of is weird to me where I was like, does the writer of this know that their helmets aren't like helmet helmets? Like they're like suit. Like they are. Power Even if helmets? it's
1: still a helmet, like a military grade helmet, uh, it definitely would not shatter to a human punch. So Alex is dead in the future.
0: Uh with that she comes back to because they're like, You don't play stupid, you killed Alex, and she's like, What? Um uh so I we never actually even see Alex in this entire comic book though. So mm-hmm. wait, do we to the end, I think? But um, you
1: I mean, see him in flashbacks.
0: Well that's the thing that's what's weird is cuz Alex is alive at the end of time for us so I'm like did Alex die or something um I mean that's the idea is that she comes back to a reality where Alex where she is basically um the murderer of Alex or something like that so she's she's a wanted fugitive she's and then respond. And then Nadira shows up, but it's not like Nadira because she calls her Professor Scott's. It's like Nadira that says she's from the future and uh, and she has continued her relationship with Trip.
1: So she is um, from 3016. How do you know that? Is for because I have the Ranger wiki up right here because I have the timeline thing because I was confused about that. I wanted to be sure and it says in through the 3016 version of Nadira. Looks for Jen Scott's, uh, for to fix temporal anomalies.
0: Okay. All right. That was the part Adver- that's confusing. Abnormality. Ad- well, because I don't know that she says she's from that year in this. And mm-hmm. 20 and 3016 is when Hyperforce is going on. So, correct. Um, so she takes Jen to her like laboratory. So I guess maybe she took her to the future or something. But, um, yeah. And then, and then we go back to see West, telling Eric what happened. And then the black time force ranger is back there again. And Wes sends a a letter to the future and is like, I'm dead. Don't come back for me. Um, and of course, uh, there's, it's basically like Jen is a fugitive in the future. And that's the whole thing. So like the time force, that Megazord thing that launches them back in time, that's, that's out looking for, which was a cool visual, but, um, Mm -hmm. And so so she's a fugitive at this time, but that's also weird because she's not like I thought Nadir took her to a huh. lab. So is Nadira taking her to the lab in the present or the lab in the future? Because then she's like she has to recap No, what I, in I assume
1: Nadira is taking her to the taking her to the future, like out of time to be like, look, this is how things should be. Something is messed up in the future, because this is Jen Scott's like Time Force present Jen Scott's pulled out of time because she was brought back. It's like when Marty goes back to the bad future, right? Mm-hmm. And like Biff has the casino and stuff, right? So she goes back to the bad Time Force future where her friends want to kill her because she is somehow responsible for something. But Nadir is like pulling her out and taking her to the future future that she should go to, right? Mm-hmm. Where she is a professor.
0: Well, and then they're then they're in the regular Jen's present, right? When or is, is she is she in the is she in the future with Nadira for the rest of this?
1: I think she's in the. F- At no, some point she's not. They go in- back to find she- they find they go back to find what's his face, right?
0: Well, she goes back to time force because she's got to like figure out what happened, and then that's when all these like holograms start showing up like not holograms. I but go, like i think, I think they was... go back
1: to the bad time force present
0: yeah um and that's when like there's like a uh, ghost of Rancic, ghost of saber tiger and ghost of like random people and she's like jen's like are these memories and she's like it's she's like it's not real it's the past and she's like, it's kind of like all of time is kind of collapsing in on itself or whatever. So they're seeing like echoes or ghosts or whatever. It's like the past, present, and future are all Which, coming together.
1: that reminded me of the, in the Shattered Grid thing, the, the one issue of Shattered Grid where they're in the Dracon world, and they're seeing well, the kind of like ghosts or echoes of the things that he I, fights that don't actually exist, right?
0: Well, I think that's what it is because I'm pretty sure the saber-toothed tiger is from that.
1: I thought he fought a tiger. Whatever.
0: Well, because this tiger is definitely from something else. I was looking at it and I was like, there's no way it's just this random tiger. This is definitely, like, I've seen this before. This like saber-toothed tiger. Although I get what it's doing. It's trying to be like, that's the saber-toothed tiger. That's a yellow rain. Like, like yeah, I get <laughs> it. Um. So anyway, the, the time force ranger, the black time force ranger shows up. And they fight a little bit more. And the Black Time Force Ranger's is like, it's all your fault. I hate you. You are stupid, stupid girl. And this is where it kind of starts getting even more like hard to follow.
1: This is where um, it starts to fall apart even worse because there's a point where they just stop fighting and you don't know why. Which, here's the thing. I'm a big proponent of like people who are going to team up in... Things like say the Avengers movie or, or something like that, where you know it's gonna be a fight initially, but then they have to team up to fight a, a worse, kind of more awful thing. There's a point where they just stop fighting and it doesn't make sense why.
0: And well, the I... thing is, like, they're fighting and I'm guessing it's supposed to be like because they reference it earlier in this, like when uh when the Triserium um Oh my God! What did they call them? Like the vortexes started showing up at the end of time for us. It was the fighting that caused that to happen. It was like it—it it was ripping apart, uh, the time because of uh of what was powering the the Q Rex Megazord. And uh, so basically, like they kind of grab each other, and I'm guessing this visual is them supposed to be like breaking through time, but it—it it wasn't a hundred percent clear because then they're fighting, and there's like okay, random ship just kind of in the background. Behind them, they're fighting. And then all of a sudden, there's just this giant frame of the dragon sword. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Like, why is the dragon sword here? And then she basically says, like, it's like frames later where she's like, oh, there's there's a castle. She's like, this is the castle from my dreams. I remember seeing it years ago. And there's like a, a ton of cyclobots on the ground. And then she sees West with like the shattered helmet on the ground. And so it's like they're fighting through time and space, I guess. But it's not super clear, like what we're supposed to understand about that. And then we find out who she is because she pulls the helmet off. And the big reveal is it's Alex's sister who we've never heard of, Um, which is fine. I mean, I assume Alex had a family that we didn't know. And basically she's mad because she is a product of. Which which I, this is this is actually where I think this is interesting, Um, where it had a really cool idea is that she is somebody who, like Jen, knew Alex before Rancic just killed him in the first episode of Time Force. Right. And then mm-hmm. Alex comes back because Jen changes the past. So Alex was dead and then she changed the back the past and he comes back and he's different when he comes back. And they even acknowledge that in the show. They're like, you're not like you used to be. And this is kind of a continuation of that idea. And that this is like the sister was like, my brother was never really the same again. It wasn't my brother. So she's like an anomaly because she kind of remembers both time, like the timeline because she remembers him dying, but then she also knows him coming back, but they don't really explain why she can remember that. I don't know if it's because she has the morpher or whatever. Um, and Jen basically is like, no, don't beat me up. Don't beat me up. Take my hand. Don't beat me up. And she's like, oh, okay, fine. And then they get to, and then they're like, we're teammates now. Cause she's like, yeah, your brother's terrible. I agree. He was horrible. It, it The switch happens so quickly for somebody who basically just de- destroyed all of reality. She's like, and was you know totally
1: what? fine with just like killing them and being like, yeah, they're dead.
0: Target yeah. eliminated. She's like, cool. Take my hand. And Nadir is like, oh yeah, I was, I was kind of like over here on the sideline the whole time. I'm, I'm over here. Uh... And she's like, where did? She says, I, uh, hold on, I gotta, I gotta find this spot here. Um, she says, uh, Jen says, we're on the same page. We both want to fix what's happened here with time. And I have a feeling it's something that's in neither of our control. And, uh. And then, uh, I'm sorry, what is her name? I just skipped over it. Kira? C-Y-R-A? um C-I-R-A. And she says, but if it's not you, and then Jen says, I think your chronomorpha has something to do with it, Cira. It's unnatural. It's unlike the others. Okay, how does she know that? Um, she's like, here, let me look at that. Being from the future, has certain perks. I may have seen this in a presentation or something. I think that's Nadira that's saying that. A green little bird, I know, tells me so much that maybe sometimes shouldn't that something may have gotten buried That's in the clutter of this beautiful head Yeah, it's trip She's talking about trap. Um, so she says the black chronomorpher was created by Dr. Louis Ferrex. What? Louis Ferrex, who is frack. So this is what do they call that when you go back and you kind of change the history of something? It, it, like retro retrofitting the storyline or retro retro canon, Whoa. or something like that. Um, Re- retcon. They retcon. It? Yeah. yeah. So we, we always knew like Ferex becomes frax. That was a big deal because Ferex mm-hmm. tries to help Rancic and Rancic turns on him and basically is the reason why he becomes frax. But, but what's interesting is there's this little panel here where like Ferex. So, at the end of Time Force, Ferex is like, "I was wrong. I shouldn't have given in to hate." Nadira, you shouldn't become what I was. So you're like, "Okay, well he he turns a new leap. And also, Time Force basically said he wasn't a bad guy. It was it was Ransik that turned him into this monster, you know. But then this comic is basically being like, "Nah, he was a monster." Um, yeah, because he's, yeah, he's basically like. He says, "Like I, Lewis Ferrex, have cracked the code of time travel." So Ferrex apparently invented time travel. And there's this this one panel that has a Chronomorpher that also looks exactly like the regular Chronomorphers and the Quantum Morpher, and it says Trans Warp Augmented Morphers. One Chronomorpher, one miniaturized Trans Warp Drive. Put together, these babies are capable of time travel, barring any damage done during the initial warp. That is okay. Well, that is weird to me because. I is what is isn't Eric's morpher just the quantum morpher
1: I think so not this he's like a, present like a tra- day.
0: well right? so like is his morpher the one that allows allowed this time travel possible because then the then like it makes it seem like Logan the the captain is the bad guy because, like, Ferex is like, I have built my own test subjects, Captain. I'm not a monster. With those morphers, we could truly be able to prevent catastrophes from happening. We could save trillions of lives who could go to have families of their own in the future. Would It would be better. And then Logan's like, you're insane. You would obliterate countless innocents. What you're talking is chronal genocide. Doctor, you must destroy these morphers. We'll find another way to protect time. Something that won't alter timelines. Which, allegedly- I will say,
1: you're reading this verbatim panel-to-panel panel right now, right? Yeah, right. Y- yes yeah that okay so listeners at this point he read that panel to panel it makes zero sense no sense like,
0: whatsoever
1: i'm gonna save tons of lives no you're 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 creating mass genocide chronal genocide what what yeah
0: I, at no moment in the, like i i reread this page a couple of times because i was like wait did i miss what he wants to do this doctor says hey Some things went wrong a while ago and I think that I can fix it and I don't need any human lives to do it because I have built an army of robots that we can have go back for us. So nobody will get hurt and we're going to make the world a better place. And this one guy's like, yo, murder, you're genocide. And he's like, no, were you listening? I said all robots like what? It makes no sense,
1: right? Unless, like the, unless the concept is that okay, so you have a standard timeline, right, and you have people who interact with people and they create offspring from there, okay? Yeah, Based that well, that's the, that's, the that's what I thought time, too, right? Yeah, and well, the, I was you know, like, okay,
0: it, he's saying that you're erasing any any life that was created after that point because you're changing that point, right?
1: But his thing is that I'm create, I'm saving lives of those that have died or like terrible things that like atrocities have, that have gone wrong. Right. Okay. So okay so but l- let's point, also, not- t-
0: I was going to say, let's talk about the fact that we, we as readers who have already seen the show power Rangers time Force know that that quantum morpher that's sitting on that table after the events that we're reading right now on this page is still sent backwards in time with the Q Rex. Mm-hmm. And then Time Force still uses chronomorphers because there is a legion of Power Rangers, an online legion, but there are, you know, five Power Rangers that are part of Time Force that, like, Alex goes in and stops Rancic when he's morphed as the Red Ranger in the first episode, right? So he was already using so he not only is yelling at this guy about the time travel but then they straight up you still send the time travel and use the morpher
1: so it makes it's it's fine and it's terrible unless it's something you can pass off as your own idea right well it's
0: well, that's what I was thinking. So that's okay. I, I, I'm on that same page with you where I was thinking, well, maybe, maybe Logan, what they're saying here is Logan is the bad guy and trying to paint him as the mad scientist, right?
1: Right. But that's, but they not, never... that,
0: that's not what happens. Yeah. No. Cause, cause he He's... like, he, While they're having this conversation, he like appears out of the shadows and because they're like, Nadira, do you know where Dr. Lewis Ferex kept his laboratory and he comes out of the shadows and he's like, no, she doesn't. And she's like, Captain Logan. He's like, well, you did destroy my headquarters and team. Why wouldn't I be here? Captain, what happened after you offered me Hyperforce? What did I do? And he says, you went back in time and killed Wes. The resulting change effectively cut Alex from the timeline. Oh. Then that line also makes the turn that the Time Force Rangers have on Jen even more dramatic than it, it I was thinking all of time had rippled through, but Jen is returned to her normal spot where she was and everybody just turned on her immediately.
1: Wait, okay. So the the description that I, like we were working with before like Marty going back to bad 1985 Yeah,
0: that's at- not what it is.
1: Yeah. That's it even it no it would so
0: it would it would be marty so it would be yeah it would be as if marty it would be biff gave so uh biff in the future comes back and gives young biff the almanac right and he Mm -hmm. bets all the bets and marty goes back and it's still his regular time but biff is rich So it's still every event occurred the same except for one had changed and his and everybody would be like, oh, yeah.
1: So like in this event, the only thing that has changed is Jen is somehow responsible for Alex dying.
0: Well, and the fact that they still remember him because Logan is holding the gun, is holding the time force blaster to her. And he says, you went back in time and killed Wesley. The resulting change effectively cut Alex from the timeline, which says Logan is aware of what changed in time. How is he aware so of it? then
1: does that make them all like Sarah and Jen who remember Alex and like when he came back and he was different and nobody else knew that he was different because they well, didn't what, that,
0: know. Right. And that's what I thought. I thought that like Jen trip, Lucas and Katie, they were the only ones who knew that Alex was different because because they were in the past. The future was changing without them being in it. So they have the memories of the original timeline, right? Because they're out of time in the Marty McFly situation, right? The same way that Marty was in the 50s, not knowing the past was getting changed, right? And so when they go back, the future has shifted. And there is an episode about that in Time Force. It's when Katie thinks that she's gonna accidentally like kill her parents. Because she they they say all this thing where they're like, whatever we do here is gonna change what happens when we go back. And she's like, Well, what if I change something and my parents aren't there when I get back? And and that's what and they and she's like, Well, I still fight for them. But this is now positing the idea that also this makes Logan seem like he's a bad guy again, right? Like I kept thinking he was shifting that. so anyway, so this goes on from here because I was like, Okay, I'm missing something, right? Um, and then, and then Kira says I, every time, or, or as says, every time Alex dies, I keep getting sent to this place between time and space. I, I don't know what I've seen anymore. Wait, 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 where is this place is what Logan says. And she says, I don't know. It's some sort of outpost. It felt familiar, but I had no memory of it. Um, and then Logan says the black site, no one here is cleared to know about that. You're all under arrest. And then, um and then Adir is like, I think you've done enough. And then she calls, wait for it. Alpha mm-hmm. fifty-five. I don't if know he, if, if
1: he removed from Alpha 5.
0: I I think I hate that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I I I don't it feels like such a forced thing. What how well, especially how because
1: he looks he looks exactly like regular
0: <laughs> yeah and i i feel also because there was a whole thing there was there was a big thing one of the big uh stories in time force was about so it was the humans which are the time force right well the humans and the aliens and the humanoids the mutants and then the robots there were three factions in time force right because rancic hated robots the same way that he felt like humans hated him. And that's a big part of that story about hate being like a cycle. And then lo and behold, his daughter just enslaves a robot in the future. You're like, I think we missed a step. But then also, did you not think it was weird? Because after this, it's like Alpha calls director Rancic. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. But they never explain like what he's the director of, right? But I think- Or what? No, actually- In this frame I'm looking at right now, I didn't notice it the first time. Rancic is wearing a suit, and on the patch on his suit is a Hyperforce thing. A Hyperforce uh, badge. Okay, so. But also, it was weird, because they were like, we just need to have Rancic in here somehow. And so, Rancic is mad because she's, like, breaking protocol, whatever... So outpost, okay, because then they reveal that th- he's going to take her to this place called Outpost One, and you're like, "Am I supposed to know where this is? Like, am I supposed to know what this is?" So that that must be from Hyperforce, and this this really must have been the love letter to bridge the gap between Time Force and Hyperforce. I think I, I now that we're going it, through it, it, I really like, think that's what this read, is.
1: Like just right before this, like it makes sense to. Because I I guess I was not aware that Jen was the kind of like i
0: i wasn't i wasn't
1: either leader or like zordon of that so this makes much more sense oh, why it
0: should should we get to the zordon part in here too okay go ahead no i i am just saying like i that's the thing like i was paul think...
1: blarding your segue right here so go ahead
0: <laughs> um I I will tell you I the the more we're talking about this the more also are you not angry about the cover of this novel because I'm realizing now it's 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 Wes in the beret and his time force output (laughs) and he never wears that in a single frame in this entire thing.
1: I'm more mad Um, about the fact that Wes is in the cover on the cover and he's in like maybe four pages or something. Yeah. Yeah. well, e- even like, yeah, and none of the other Rangers are barely even here at all, either. So, and when um, they are, they're just trying to kill the other Power Ranger, and and they're not even in a bad timeline; they're in the normal timeline, and they're just like, "Well, we gotta you.
0: That's that's the part where I I that's the part now where I'm like, okay, so Logan is saying they're in the regular timeline, so those Rangers should not have turned on her like that.
1: Like, give the, give your friend who you fought for however many years like the benefit of the doubt to be like, yeah, maybe something's wrong. Like we've seen some messed up timeline stuff. We so. are
0: directly responsible for changing time itself. Maybe we should give her the benefit of the doubt. I, I, and Katie I, killed her parents. but yeah, what the, like her parents who also genetically altered her. Let's talk about that too. But anyway, so they go to Outpost One, which is basically where. So again, like I said, now I'm realizing this. I think this isn't a time force comic book. This is a hyper force comic book. And I think we went into this the wrong way. Cause I I think that was kind of the twist in this is that this, this was set up to be a time force comic. And I think this is really the origins of hyper force. And I'm actually kind of a little bit upset about that right now, to be honest with you, but it's fine. I
1: wonder if the fan base of like, Hyperforce, because there is a obviously there is a huge fan base for Hyperforce. I wonder if like the fan base for Hyperforce is like I love this book. I I, I honestly
0: I think they are. I I think that's because I'm now I'm realizing the people I saw that were very positive about it were very actively engaged in Hyperforce, and so. I'm like, oh, okay, but for me, this makes no sense. Like, I, I, I'm narratively, this actually makes no sense either, though. So I just want well, no, to. Well, no, as someone who has taught
1: a sequential art class in a college yeah. setting, the, the the structure of pages and as a narrative to communicate things visually as well as a storytelling thing doesn't make sense in many many pages.
0: Well, so okay, so they they basically say we have to go to this place, this time, this Outpost One, which was Time Force's first and only venture outside of the time stream. They use the Time Eagle, which is destroyed in the process of them getting there. So they get there, they break through. Outpost One is this castle, the castle from her dreams, and you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. I see, and she's she's there. And then when they get there, they are there's like you know these like futuristic robot things that are guarding it, right? Um and then they get inside of the outpost, and uh there's basically I, I don't I don't understand. Are they seeing time? No, there's it's like on the TV. It's like a history of what happened there is like playing on the TV on like a broken loop or something. And it's it's Ferrex, and he's basically saying, I'm gonna read these couple of panels because this is actually where I was kind of like, I'm angry. Um <laughs> he says. Chief Time Force Engineer and Scientist Dr. Luke Lewis, Lewis Fair. Yeah, okay. So it's it is basically like you know when you walk into like a science museum or whatever, and it's just randomly you get out of Logan the Airport on and the walls it's and like welcome
1: yeah. to you've done this.
0: Welcome to this place where this person did this here. It's one of those. Yeah,
1: it's very much like um, a cop, like Cyberdyne. Yeah.
0: System. Well, Cyberdyne is Terminator, but that's fine. No, I know, I know. Um. Okay so it says chief time force engineer and scientist doc- Dr Lewis Farrix conducting experiments um so just so we know, there's a cyclobot in a chair and we see Lewis Farricks. And then the, after many trials, we've begun to understand the effects of time travel on a Norman, uh, a normal human, <laughs> Norman human, Norman, Norman, human, the old Bates effect. Um, it is unfortunately irreversible. The transwarp drive is just too powerful. And despite many attempts to genetically alter my volunteers to withstand the ravage of the transwarp drive, they have proven unreliable test subjects weak. Which brings me to my latest trial using Alloy of the Cyclobot's exterior. I've been able to dress up one of my volunteers. A young man from Eltar, Hopefully making him impervious to the time warp. Z, everything okay in there? Yes, doctor. Begin... Operation Overdrive. Ah, It's ripping me apart. And then Ferrex says the morphing grid is reaching wildly to the, uh, is reacting wildly to the effects of the transwarp drive. Thank you, Z. Your sacrifice is another step in innovation. Was that the morphing grid? No. Is this how it all started? How, what all started the coronal skips? Uh, Ferex was altering the morphing grid with his experiments. That bastard. I was like, Okay, well, I, I appreciate that she got a little dramatic and said the word, you know, bastard. But, like... um, So, is this comic saying that the reason why Zordon is in his tube is because of Dr. Ferrex? Am I wrong?
1: No, I... Uh...
0: See, I was like, is this, like, dimensions and time collapsing on ourselves? Because also... Zordon's not from the future, first of all. Zordon's from, like, thousands, millions of years ago. And, yeah. I was like, did somebody think they were being clever explaining Zordon's backstory without actually researching what Zordon's backstory was? Also, I thought Rita was the one directly responsible for putting him in that tube, right? I'm pretty sure. So Jen changing the time from 2001 forward, even we'll was even say 2006, whatever year it is. This is kind of baloney, right? Like I was legit angry at this part.
1: Straight up Oscar Meyer.
0: Well, also he called it operation overdrive. And I was like, do you think you're being funny? Like <laughs> you were that, like, Ken's that...
1: going to hate this.
0: Ken's favorite season. How dare you? And I
1: name with this comic.
0: This was like somebody had on a wall where they were like, can I Google Power Ranger things that I could just throw into this? And either that or this person was just so unknowing I mean, the operation if
1: there's anything associated hey, with operation, operation? like yeah. a code name of some sort for power rangers what could it be operation operation over so, over, so overdrive. basically overdrive, overdrive.
0: overdrive so basically this place is like uh it reminded me you know what it actually reminded me of in the lost in space movie like when they're on that space station and it's all the like spiders and everything it kind of one where me matt
1: leblanc uses the actual helmet from one scene
0: Matt leblanc yeah never again but, he was like i don't need this anymore um that toy i had the, yeah me too not the helmet but the blaster
1: well no like the the matt leblanc figure that had like that you could put the helmet on oh
0: it. i had the i had the actual the blaster like the belt and everything and you could like pull the gun apart and like make it and everything i was really Did make a movie. helmet toy no it wasn't the helmet it was only the blaster
1: no, I know you said you didn't have the helmet. I
0: had the action figure, though, too, I think. Because I feel like You're I remember... You're not answering the
1: question. Did they make a physical helmet?
0: I don't know. I'm assuming no.
1: Um, I Remember they made the robot? And I was like, Dad, can I get that? And he goes, no. I did have the robot.
0: The robot was my, like... I loved the robot. I love robot's voice and everything like that. That scene <laughs> where robot blows up the ship is still, like... My still, dad, I love my dad that, really
1: loved that movie because and he took me because he's like I used to watch this when I was a kid and he goes and yeah Edward I watched the cast members when from the original show he would be like that's Penny <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's Penny that's Don and West like, <laughs> and I was like I don't know what you're saying is oh see I watched I,
0: I watched it after school on the sci-fi channel all the time and so right. when the movie came out I was like oh cool
1: I'm at LeBlanc and I was like why isn't it Chandler Why is
0: Chandler not the hero here? Um, Could he be
1: anymore wearing a helmet?
0: Wait. Okay, so now... Okay, I forgot about this, too. They're saying that the Ferex created Venomark in this experiment place, too. And Venomark, for those of you who don't know, is the one who basically is the reason why Rancic has to take his serum all the time because they, like, bit him and whatever. And so it's this whole thing. So basically, everything from ever that ever happened that power rangers they're saying everything in the entire mighty Morphin power rangers universe started at outpost one and i want to rip my so, comic book up right that, now
1: at that point means that he is responsible for rancic but also rancic was responsible in the show for him was he not and then he was the one who, had yeah. the turn who was like don't like lean into hate blah, blah blah like rancic i understand what he did to me blah blah, blah. but then it's like okay well that's a lie
0: yeah, that's that's the thing cuz that that's like he, well so he created Venomark Venomark bit rancic after rancic was created from like from the goo from the laboratory experiments gone wrong or whatever and then it was Ferrex who tried to help him cure the Venomark with the serum and then he destroyed Fer Pher- and so it's just like one thing after another and it's like did you literally just make this more complicated than it already was
1: maybe And see, then
0: lo yeah. and behold guess what they find guess what they find Frick, because <laughs> Ferrex is Frack. Well, no, Frick. It's is it's that's his name, I isn't know. it? Yeah, and I was kind of almost annoyed by this name too, because I get the expression is Frick and Frack, but I was like, I don't think this is funny. I, I don't think that's clever. And so they're basically like, this is a version, like Ferrex left me. He left me behind. He made me to help with his work. A copy of him. Two of him to work twice as hard, but he still left me. Ferex is obsolete. I am Fricks. So, so Ferrex was always destined to go crazy. Then, right? Like you said, like it was he was going to be a bad guy whether Rancic destroyed him or not. I guess. Mm-hmm. So they it was
1: like that was involved. It would have been someone else.
0: Yeah, and then so what is Fricks like main? thing he says by cutting and moving tragedies failures my mistakes i can erase them i lewis ferricks fricks fricks i can fricks i can prevent the mutants from ever existing how many lives could i save my own life he says and then Syrah says you're gonna now Syrah pulls a logan and says we're you're talking about genocide those people can be cured the to prevent them from existing, you would further fracture everything. You'd obliterate entire timelines. you They jump to genocide really quick, but I i understand what they're saying, but they jump to it without explanation. Um, And then, so Kira goes to attack him, uh, to attack him, and he throws her through a portal to prehistoric times.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that, that, she gone. And then Jen slowly walks up and fights him and like he, what does he do? I kind of forget what happens here. And and the same thing that happened in the last episode of power Rangers. It's kind of like he splits again and, and, it says what happened if his morpher was destroyed then why is it a paradox always oh, been a paradox oh the so he's got so this is where she finds the black chronomorpher and then she has to go back in time and give the chronomorpher to Sierra and it's just an event and she tells Sierra like don't do it this time and then later she finally remembers and she's like oh yeah you're right and then 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 old lady Sierra comes yeah. back
1: three uh but, i have the year hang on hang on uh distant future. So it's not a year. An older version of Sierra decides to return to Outpost 1. That nah, just Yeah.
0: She says anyway we won decades ago. We stopped fricks. Ex- I remember what you told me. I learned to accept my past, to enjoy my memories with Alex, to appreciate the moments. I never let the black Chronomorpher out of my sight not once just like you told me and I never let it go. You stopped fricks. Ex- oh, it's because she drops the Chronomorpher, isn't that what happens, or something like that, when he throws her back? I don't know, but anyway. Um, so the older, but it never really explains how she got out of the past, right? It's just that Jen went back and gave her the so morpher, Jen and then came back, back forward
1: to fix the timeline. So if Jen goes back to fix the timeline, then the stuff with Sierra doesn't. Like, she doesn't go back and having not messed up.
0: Well, and Jen is aware that time is shifting around her, too. And then she shows up. So I guess, like, Jen said something different this time when she gave her the morpher. But then, like, why did Jen go back to the outpost? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. She goes back. Anyway, old lady's there, and then they blow up the friggin' morpher. And... Uh, yeah. See, like, this makes no for, sense.
1: Uh, Danny Glover. She's getting tool for this.
0: And then Jen is like, guess what? I'm gonna go back and get my boyfriend because now I got an apartment out of space and time, and we are gonna get busy over here. Because it no mm-hmm. longer affects real time. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, okay, I this was this way of writing it, being like they can be together. But then we know that uh West just blows up in the Time Force Megazord when um <laughs> <laughs> when dracon shows up so now that also fixes that mistake why why west was there but also that that makes me think like maybe this was plotted out you know 25 issues ago that means that was two years
1: ago wait because west is
0: west is in the time force megazord when they come from the Ooh. outpost one in the first track on episode so, okay, in 25, if she, if she
1: takes him to the, this kind of like space out of time, but he becomes a time force Ranger again.
0: Or well, he is, he, he, is, he, he still is, right? he still is. Yeah. Okay. He he still has his morpher. Yeah.
1: But like they're with the other team members, right? In that, in the shattered grid stuff. Yeah.
0: And supposedly I think they all bite it too. No, just he does. I think only he stays behind with the Megazord. I don't remember. Right,
1: but they're all together, which at some point, like, okay, Jen has to be like, yo, you guys tried to kill me. Yeah, yeah, what? I, uh, well, this does say in the end of this, like,
0: time was changing around her, so I'm assuming it also altered back to a reality where they're like, sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, this, the more we talk about it, the more this makes even less sense than I thought it did the first time. Am I, I wrong?
1: And You were like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I was like, Oh, good, good. Like if you felt that weird about a time force thing, like I knew I was in for something.
0: I just, I feel like it It makes
1: way more sense when you say like, this is like a backdoor hyperforce book and not a full on time force book
0: yeah and this might be somebody who was very much aware of hyperforce but only knew time force from like uh like what do they call those like like a a history bible or whatever like you you know shows have like visual a show history.
1: bible the thing that we well, are looking at on our shelf right now that red book the visual history
0: right, right. yeah um, it sounds, it feels like that where they they knew the characters but
1: yeah, he's got this mover and then this mover and then this ranges uh, at the present time, but then these are from the future.
0: Well, it's like they read it and then maybe they watched the last episode of the show. Cause they were like, well, we know Jen and Wes weren't together. So we know that's gotta be part of the plot kind of, yeah, it, it doesn't, I- I'm not upset that like Ferrix is in it and stuff, but it's like, I'm upset that they're also suggesting that he is the reason why time, Zordon is in uh, time well, is, is in his tube, but then they don't like, show that either. either but
1: like, what even aside that? from that, it brings up like problems with the plot of Time Force that stand the test of time. The things that uh-huh, um, the things that we associate with like very strong moments, right. Especially with him, and it's just like throws him to the wayside to be like, Eh, yeah, but what if he was evil? It undermines those that big
0: character, those big character moments, because I feel like Frax screaming to Nadira before, before they like wipe him completely to just be a robot and remove the humanity from him. Like this basically says, well, the human
1: inside of it was a psychopath, so who cares? Which big villain character moments are few and far between in Power Rangers for almost a 30-year-old show? Like, having stuff that stands out as pretty impactful stuff, and then to just, like, throw it by the wayside and be like, eh, ne- never mind. He was always always a monster.
0: I just don't even understand where the creation of this came from. Like, it doesn't feel like somebody... It it feels like it is somebody who probably likes Power Rangers, but it doesn't feel like somebody who loves Time Force. And it, I'm not saying maybe well, it had to be written by somebody who liked Time Force because I am all for like fresh eyes on a property, but this doesn't feel like somebody who even watched every episode to be like, well, oh, I just want to make sure I'm doing my
1: research. I feel like it could have been presented as a... I would have gone into it with much different eyes had I anticipated that it was a... Pseudo prequel to Hyperforce, yeah. But right?
0: even then, I'm I'm starting to think more. Like, I really hate that there's an Alpha Five unit in this. Like, I don't. I find that to be absolutely. I M- Time Force has nothing to do with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yes, they've in they've interacted like later seasons in the reunion episodes, but it just is like why would nadira have um, an alpha 55 i'm assuming because there's an alpha unit in hyperforce and that that's what i'm assuming that the, on outpost 1 there is an alpha and that was one of the things they did on the show and so they're like well we have to explain where that came from and that that's got to be part of it so you're right like maybe it is one of those looking at it being a alpha hyperforce
1: fan because the association with alpha 5 like you yeah. can be like oh it's so far in the future it's 55
0: I mean, I yeah, I guess if she's calling up to Hyperforce and they're saying that it was Jen and that Rancic is a part of it and Deer, I think you're right. I think this is definitely a Hyperforce prequel, not a power, not a time force sequel. But with that said, I again, I already said like making a time force comic the same way making a psychopath comic, it was a niche of a niche. You know, it's it's you're choosing a, you know, you're already. Reach and I i don't get me wrong. I love that they do that. I love that they take a chance on these stories and everything like that. But this, this was like that you, you got to know that the, if power Rangers is not a massive fandom and then even further, you're looking for the adult fans. And then even further, you're looking for those fans that were fans of hyperforce. Like that wasn't ever on a network or anything like that. That is a real big reach. And I'm sure hyperforce fans are going crazy, but I feel like you just made this time force fan, not too happy.
1: Which I, that that's interesting because, like, I, your reaction to this as you're much more of a, a bigger fan of Time Force than I am. Obviously, we've mentioned that in this one episode. I have loved the kind of, like, concept of Psycho Rangers much more strongly than I did even, like, Power Rangers in space, right? Like, we've talked about how, like, I had a Art comic where I was like, what if the Psycho Ranger came back, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like I I was very much invested in just, like, the concept of the Psycho Rangers much more heavily. And I was much more disappointed by Psychopath. I'm, but you haven't finished that, right?
0: No, but I am going to read it now because I need to know if this is more of the disappointment than that would have been.
1: But, like, I, I remember reading Psychopath and just being like, what is this? I'm so... Uh, it's... That being said, like, I don't, I don't hate that these exist. I just think that they're, I don't necessarily think I can do a better job. I, I, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm just saying like, I wish they were better than they are.
0: I, I think, yeah, I, I, I guess I had kind of wished that maybe the description of this would have included something about hyperforce in it, and then maybe I would have been like, "Oh, okay, I need to do research
1: before I read this because this." Well, even still, I feel like it's this like kind of set up for disappointment. Fan, like you would think that you would want to be aware of something coming out to be like, "Hey, let's do some hyperforce stuff." Like it's,
0: I mean, I'm all if, for them experimenting and doing stuff like this. I, I, don't get me wrong, but I, I just don't, I don't understand that Zordon reference at all. I don't like that. I think the dragon Zord was really forced in there. I think that was stupid. And, and that like, like, why was it only the dragon sword? Why wasn't it more iconography from other seasons? Why is it always Tommy? And it's just, it's frustrating. And so I'm just, it's one of those where it had no place in this story I, and I don't know, maybe it does in hyperforce and maybe that's where I'm lost. I don't know. I don't know. So that's what I'm going to say. That's my final thought on it is that I, I think unless you have like a really fluid understanding of hyperforce and even if you do narratively, I don't think this is a great story. I don't think it's really like really well thought out.
1: No, I think it's incredibly frustrating as a sequential art piece, like just yeah. in terms of, of structure and storytelling and, and visual storytelling. Um, because if you take it as, as a, something where you don't have words, the 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 panels are all over the place, and I don't know if that's a disconnect between like author and writer, uh, or sorry, uh, author and illustrator, because this illustrator has worked on other books that both you and I have liked. So it's there's something about this one where I think maybe like the concept of what is being talked about might also create some sort of disconnect versus the like visual medium. I don't know.
0: I I don't know. I, I just, I, I, yeah, it's, I, 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 again, I think this was like a pitch. Like if this became an animated series, uh show or special if or something like that,
1: I, upon, I imagine maybe you would get a bit more out of it because like you could explain a lot of these ideas to like these heady ideas to be a little bit more in depth to the point where they make sense. And potentially have more weight to them or you explain them in such a way that doesn't completely like disregard a fan base or kind of set continuity
0: yeah it's weird because the in the concept art in the end too there's a lot of like oh here's wes like holding uh the omega not omega the quantum blaster and like here's a better look at like frick and like it's like oh okay well we didn't really get that it's fine
1: um because that illustrator was told yeah you're gonna work on a time force book and he was like oh cool and then they were like here you go and he was like oh wait wait where's Wes
0: um in the in the back of the book there's concept art
1: no I'm I'm saying like oh oh, oh, I thought you were asking me sorry he's not in the actual book aside from these three pages
0: I'm done talking about this. I don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) I I want to put this this away in a drawer and not look at it for a little bit. So those are our feelings on sins of the future. Please let us know what you thought of it. You can send an email to podcastrangers at gmail.com or on the Twitter podcast rangers wherever uh but yeah i'm i'm not in love with it but i would really like to hear what other people's perspective are and if you are in love with it i'd actually really like to have a conversation about why i'm not saying you're wrong i just really want to know what it is that really appeals explain to you about it explain
1: to us what we're
0: yeah. Please, I because I feel like if if maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just we're just really lost or whatever. Yeah, I can get some insight
1: the, the, to make me appreciate it because a I do the the artwork, I do enjoy it, and I like Time Force. I want to enjoy this more. I got problems with it, but if you completely get it and you can explain it to us, I'm not opposed to that at all.
0: Thank you, Ken, for reading this and having this discussion with me.
1: Hey, you're welcome.
0: And thank you everyone out there for uh, listening. And uh, we will be back with another episode of Podcast Rangers.